It's Tuesday, February 18, 2014. Today, we're taking the next step. Obama's plan to keep on trucking with much less oil. Climate change can now be considered another weapon of, war, of, of, of mass destruction, perhaps even the world's most fearsome weapon of mass destruction. John Kerry goes weapons grade on climate change. Plus, I, I'm one of those who are called deniers. It's the Green News Report's fifth anniversary. So to celebrate, all of the Sunday news shows finally covered climate change. Badly. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We do not have time for a meeting anywhere of the Flat Earth Society. Oh, thanks, John Kerry. There go my weekend plans. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it's official. The Green News Report is now five years old. Woohoo! And of course, to celebrate, as you mentioned, all of the Sunday news shows finally decided to cover climate change this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it only took extreme storms battering the East Coast, the UK drowning, Australia baking, California drying up. They finally, finally, finally decided to cover climate change after ignoring it for years. Right, but they did it really poorly, and only two of the shows even bothered to bring on a climate scientist. Yes, ABC's This Week and Face the Nation on CBS at least had actual climate scientists, and predictably Fox News Sunday focused solely on denying the science. That's a given, so we can ignore them. But I think it was David Gregory, and I wrote about it at bradblog.com and Salon this week. I think it was David Gregory and Meet the Press who took the cake for the absolute most embarrassing performance. For what he billed as, quote, a debate about climate change as if there is really anything to debate. He had on Congressman Marsha Blackburn, a huge denier, and he had Bill Nye, the science guy, who, uh, while I'm sure he's a very nice fellow, he's not a climate scientist either. So in case you didn't see it, here's pretty much all you need to know from the entire Meet the Press climate change segment. Now I want to turn to the politics of weather. What a big story this week. Oh, yes, it is. The politics of weather. What a very big story this week. There is not agreement around the fact of exactly what is causing this. Yes, there is. It's man. Man is causing it. At least according to 97% of 4,000 scientific studies over the past 20 years, which discuss the cause of climate change. 97% of them said man was the cause. There is not consensus. Yes, there is. There is consensus. 97% consensus. There is not consensus there. Yes, yes, there is. No matter how many times you say it, there is consensus there. You don't need a PhD in climate science to understand what's going on. But apparently, you need one to make sense of Meet the Press. We are going to leave it there. This debate goes on. I thank you for your time uh, this morning, Absolutely. both of you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, thank you. That's all you missed. On Meet the Press, Desi Doyen. Yeah, it was another embarrassing failure for them. And, and for David Gregory, can someone please put him out of our misery? <laughs> Meanwhile, in the reality-based world, President Obama on Tuesday launched the next step in his year of action on climate change by tightening fuel efficiency and emissions standards for heavy-duty trucks. Heavy-duty trucks account for just 4% of all the vehicles on the highway. 
but they're responsible for about 20% of carbon pollution in the transportation sector. This is the second phase of further tightening the historic first-ever fuel efficiency standards for heavy-duty trucks that Obama instituted two years ago. President Obama also addressed climate change during a tour of drought-stricken California last week, asking Congress to create a new climate change resiliency fund to harden infrastructure and help communities and farmers recover from and prepare for these extreme weather events like droughts, wildfires, and floods that are projected to increase due to climate change. And at a speech in Indonesia over the weekend, Secretary of State John Kerry was blunt in calling on all nations to unite to fight climate change, calling it a weapon of mass destruction. When 97% of all scientists agree on anything, we need to listen. We certainly should not allow more time to be wasted by those who want to sit around debating whose responsibility it is to deal with this threat while we come closer and closer to the point of no return. It's a remarkable shift in rhetoric for an administration that would barely even talk about it for years. But it's also questionable calling on all countries to act because the U.S. is still considering coal exports and, of course, the Keystone XL pipeline. And is there any way that John Kerry can make a speech like that and still approve the Keystone XL pipeline? It really doesn't seem likely, but hey, you know. Where there's a will, there's a way. For much more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. It is, as we said, our fifth anniversary of the Green News Report. Over at Bradblog, where we're celebrating our 10th anniversary, please consider a donation to help the Green News Report stay on the air for another five years. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Was that so hard, David Gregory? I'm